Hey, you okay? Oh, damn enchiladas. Oh. You gonna be all right? Another episode of It's Them Damage Lot of the Podcast, where we mostly talk about horror movies with a splash of video games, television, comic books, and beer. I am Carlos Rivera, my partner on the other side of the screen, the bard who goes hard, Adam Griffin. What's on the red hot Twitter machine? Handles in the show notes and the show at It's Them Dan and on Instagram at It's Them Damn Enchiladas Podcast. Adam, I'm gonna need you to roll for initiative. Roll for initiative? I rolled a 13. You wanna know why? Because it's Friday the 13th. That's right. Happy Friday the 13th. Happy Roy Burns Day. Uh, it's a big Friday the 13th. We got ourselves a... Uh, we're actually recording on Friday the 13th. And uh, tonight we're going to be live tweeting. And we by... I mean me. Uh, going to be live tweeting Friday the 13th Part 5, A New Beginning, over at It's Them Damn on Twitter. So if you're hearing this after... Uh, Six uh, thirty, seven p.m. I forgot what time I said. Uh, EST. You can scroll back on our feed and check it out. Uh, also tonight we have the last drive-in presenting Joe Bob's Red Christmas, uh, three Christmas-themed horror movies. Uh, have no idea what he's going to show. Have no idea what he, Darcy, and Shutter are going to have for us. But it's going to be a blast. It's going to be about six, seven hours of fun stuff. I am excited for that because I'll be live tweeting during that as well. So it's going to be a wild night for me. I'm feeling good. I was feeling great last weekend. Still riding a high that was PAX Unplugged 2019. So I figured we'd uh, we'll talk about that before we, we get into today's shenanigans. That sounds like a fabulous idea. Uh, PAX Unplugged, which has now become our... Well, I speak for myself. But I'm pretty sure that I speak for the three of us. When I say the three of us, it's me, uh, Griff, and our partner, Mr. Andrew Wilzak. Uh, professor. Professor Doctor. Professor Doctor. Professor Doctor. Not, awesome human being. Not that kind of doctor. Not that kind of doctor. Not that kind of doctor, no. Um, or is this become our favorite PAX? Yeah. Um, we used to go to PAX East. Uh, this one's a little bit more... Uh, it's a calm-down version. <laughs> it's also about... <laughs> 10% less, I mean, 10% of the population of PAX East. Yeah. Let's just say it's not as twitchy. And I mean that both pun-wise and literally. Correct. It is a <laughs> PAX that is dedicated to tabletop gaming and tabletop gaming only. And we love ourselves on tabletop gaming. Yes, we do. Yes, like we. a lot. Like a lot. Yeah. A lot. A lot. Uh, yes, if you if you have not heard Strength Check, uh, I suggest you you subscribe to it on wherever you listen to your podcast and check that out because uh, that's where we do the majority of our tabletop gaming. You think you think you think we're uh, energetic and lively 
and crazy and loquacious here. Ha! 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 Oh, man. <laughs> you have not heard us over on get, Strength Check. Yeah, when we get into character... Listen, we actually just had a, a session last night. Um, about two and a half. Two and a half hours. Two, uh, around there. And, uh, yeah, man. We... There's crazy stuff. Crazy stuff that, 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 that pops up in our heads. Especially, like... Adam has a lot of rants and a lot of things that he thinks about on this podcast, and he doesn't actually say them. Like, you know, they percolate in the head. No. Playing the Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> everything comes out. Every little idea in his head comes out. Yep. Unfiltered. Yes. Unfiltered for better and for worse. Mostly worse. I will admit that right now. <laughs> But that's that's what's great about you know tabletop RPGs. We can we can escape our the realities that are our existences, and we can portray whatever you want to portray. We can put anything out there, and it's amazing because we're doing it. That's right. That's right. Yes, it's always it's always a good thing to to have any sort of uh, creative endeavor, and it's especially good. Uh, when you get to do it with some of your best friends, and that's that's just uh, that's that's my perspective on it. And it, so, so Strength Check and uh, Pax Unplugged have been a lot, a lot of fun. Oh, let me tell you, that game we played at Pax. Yeah. Let me tell you, folks. Uh, there's times where I just looked at Adam and I just wanted to start laughing because <laughs> the shit that was coming out of his mouth was just. <laughs> It was just ridiculous, but great, you know? So, uh, yeah, we had a good time. We had a great time. Unfortunately, it was short. Because <laughs> yeah. only three days, but it just feels like it flies by so quickly. Yeah. But, yeah, I felt, I felt like it was, a, it was a monumentous three days, too. Like, it was, it was a lot of... Uh, it was a lot of validating and illuminating stuff happened for me personally at PAX East. Uh, excuse me, Pax Unplugged. Well, Pax East too a couple years ago. But yes, definitely just Pax Unplugged. Um, uh, we we finally got to uh, meet and get get some stuff signed in the Acquisition Incorporated line. So that was that was some good stuff. Yeah, just 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 finally, you know, at least trying to be appreciative of what what they do creatively. And expressing that was a, was a big plus on the weekend. Oh yeah, I'll be uh, like I said. I like to be truthful here with you guys. Uh, I was nervous as fuck in line. Um, yep. When I get nervous, I start talking a lot. I can't <laughs> stop talking. And my hands were getting all clammy, and they're getting sweaty. And I was holding on to that Acquisitions Incorporated book, and then I felt like I was leaving like DNA on that book because. <laughs> And then, you know, I got to get the, the sanitizer, and I was from my hands with the sanitizer. Then I had the Listerine, little little sprays. I was like, you know, every two seconds. Because that's what was going on. Yep. And we got to meet the people that we watch every week. Yeah. Play, play the game that we that that um, we love to play. And partially, it's, it's 50-50 for me, because Andy, Ange, Dr. Professor... Not that doctor, Will Zach, got us into the to, to the whole D and D scene, right? And then to 
be able to go to the people whose podcast was the other reason. So basically, he pointed us to this podcast, and I was able to tell both of them at the same time, hey, this guy introduced me to your podcast. And ever since, it's been you know, five years, and it's been, it's been crazy. Yeah. That, was, that was awesome to be able to say that. And we met Xavier Woods. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, because meeting, meeting Xavier Woods uh, was like a big check off of like, you know, a bucket list, I suppose. Which, I mean, somebody goes, well, you know, aim lower, nerd. It's like, no, no. Let me tell you why. I think if what uh, Xavier Woods and the New Day, if that was around when I was a kid, I would probably be a better person, if that makes sense, to see what they're doing, like, opens up so many doors for kids nowadays, you know, and to to realize that, that, that this to see that level of expression and that had been missing, you know, for me growing up. You know, I just wanted to say, wanted to tell that dude, you know, thank you for what what he was doing, you know, and everything. You know, that his work uh, was appreciated. So, you know, I got to meet him, signed, uh, signed my Ack Inc. book and my uh, New Day book of booty. <laughs> so, yeah, so that that was really cool, and then uh, we went to we went to his panel, his up up down down panel. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter and YouTube at up up down down without the O's, and uh, that was a good panel as well, just to hear him talk about everything. So, a lot of pluses. Oh, absolutely! That panel was eye opening. It was good good insight into. Well, for me, because I, I only know his wrestling persona, you know, so to be honest, you know, you got me into following New Day. And now that he got involved with Ack Inc., I'm getting to see a little bit more of his personality. And then the panel was just, it was, it was, I like, I, I loved it because, um, you are sitting on your couch making videos about me while I am standing. Yes, I said standing with a torn Achilles waiting for you woo! to get to this room, waiting for you to accept my challenge for real because when you said you accepted it, you said give you 24 hours, Candace. 24 hours. It's been over a month, and I still have heard a thing from you. Constantly, the dog barking at the car, which will always be in front of you, because even if you caught up with it, the only thing that would happen is you would get run over. You know, when when someone who's in a position like that knows how to speak to people yeah, on the different levels, you know, as a wrestler, as a person, as a role model, because now he is, he's that's what he is. He's a role model to these kids. Yeah. And he can speak to that and know what he's talking about and have a vision and have a plan. Kudos to him. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good dude. He's yeah. a good dude. It, was, it was great meeting him. Definitely. See, look, we're like, we're like talking happy. We're talking happy. Yeah, it was it was, it was a good time. It's a great time, you know. Like I said, it was it was very uh, very good, very good convention. Personally, you know, as oh, far yeah. as what and, we saw, what we did. 
Adam finally saw the Harley Quinn cartoon. <laughs> Which is outrageous. Outrageous. Outstanding. Great stuff. Great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, uh, we, we finally checked something else off the bucket list. We finally played Alien vs. Predator. Oh, we did. And we beat it. And we beat it. Yes. We, we beat it. It was amazing. All hail, all hail modern technology. Yep. <laughs> we're not, not going to say how we got to play it, but we played it. We played it, and it was wonderful. And I hope uh, that Capcom will do the right thing eventually and release it legit in the States so that other people can play this wonderful game. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, leave, leave it there. And then, uh, you know, we I, I had the uh, I had the, the trip home from hell. Well, one of them. I had a lot of them. But uh, this one, uh, this one was pretty rough. Yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, experiences like these, I don't. When I talk about them, uh, the response is usually, "Oh, that didn't really happen." You know, he's just he's just embellishing. No, no, no. Whenever I talk about any sort of travel, any sort of encounter with people, the shit goes down the way I say it goes down. So, this is why, this is probably why I like horror movies, because I too have had some weird shit happen that I probably, you know, maybe, maybe it could have gone even worse. And uh, this, this unintended three hour delay at Greyhound in Philly, uh, with no explanation, just a, it was going to be a 60 to 90 minute delay then another 30 to 45 minutes then we just kind of sat there with no updates and then suddenly everybody was in line uh, shit could have been a lot worse um, I didn't tell you about this because I wanted to save it for the pod but uh, about 50 minutes into it somebody starts pacing back and forth uh, from the bathroom back out into the main foyer where we're all sitting and uh guy just starts going man somebody shooting up with dope up in the bathroom all laid out on the floor can't be having dope in the bathroom and i'm just like you know spider sense goes off and it's like oh hell here we go so i was waiting for this this other woman starts yelling from the other bathroom about how she hasn't slept and she needs to sleep and she doesn't understand People are horrible. She needs to sleep. So I'm like, oh, shit. It's about to go down. So guy starts pacing back and forth. Dope. He was shooting up with dope. I'm just like, all right. What's the worst thing I'm going to see? <laughs> Somebody about to run out of here with a knife? You know? Uh, police show up. They sweep the bathroom. Some dude gets led out eventually just uh, just staggering they lead him out the back complete police come back through to sweep the joint guy still yet st- still keeps yelling about dope like y'all need to take that somewhere else it's dope can't be shooting up dope and i'm just like bruh <laughs> it's over at least he, at least he knows what dope is i guess yeah we understand it's over you know still no update on the driver still sitting there so i started asking like you know Y'all going to Baltimore? Cause I'm waiting. 
And then uh, this woman looks at me in, in the calmest way possible. And I, I know she's meant to be, you know, ironic and shit, but nah, not when I've been sitting on these cruddy ass chairs for three hours. She goes, they haven't said anything. I don't think we're ever leaving. And I'm just like, and you know, and I'm at the age now where I run through about seven different responses at once, uh, Terminator style, and then pick the least one that won't have me cussing somebody out just because I don't need to get into no fights. Mm-mm, especially not in Philly. Especially not in Philly. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, we'll see. Because, <laughs> you know, whatever. I ain't, got, I ain't got nowhere to go. That was a wise choice. I'm stuck here. <laughs> I'm in the station anyway. I'm just going to wait for this damn bus to show up. When I get back home, I'll figure it out from there. So, you know, we get on the bus. It is the tensest bus ride I've ever had. I'm waiting for some other shit to pop off because that's just my life. Get back to... uh back to Maryland around 9 o'clock so Mario missed a watchman and then uh, the lift home was the easiest thing that happened all weekend I blip blooped it into the phone got a ride a minute later I was out made it back home 20 minutes there you go so yeah the horror of public transportation is like big for me just cause it's is it is a on paper on paper it is a simple concept and that there is a transaction in exchange for a safe trip to wherever you need to be but the execution of it involves some of the worst fucking displays of humanity you will ever see in your entire life so that's that's fairly, that's fairly accurate that's my take from it that's my take from it. What, what are what are some of your like borderline horrific experiences, either with public transportation or otherwise? Well, I'm gonna have to break break this to you, Adam. But I don't, <laughs> I, I don't take public transportation like ever. Yeah, I figured for a reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to work. Oddly enough, I did. We we both happened to have good work friends named Larry. <laughs> I used to work with this my man. I've known. I've known. His name is Larry Duffy. He's definitely not listening to this because he barely knows how to use a smartphone. For geez, 15 years now I know him. And his when I started working with him, he was my assistant. Listening to his horrible stories about riding the bus to work every day, about the same woman sitting next to him, drooling, coughing, sneezing. I vowed myself. I had a car accident in 2006. I was like, you know what? Car's messed up. I'm going to take public transportation. I'll wait a month before I get a new car. That shit lasted two days. Two days. I was like, nope, I need to get a car. This, I can't. I cannot. I cannot deal with people. I cannot deal with crying babies. I cannot deal with the the, <laughs> the smell of weed <laughs> in the yeah. enclosed. I'm not trying to hotbox. Listen, you guys can do whatever, whatever you want. I'm not trying to hotbox on the way to work. Right. You know, I like. I know people like to do that. I couldn't. So, yeah, I don't take public transportation. That, that's that's a good plan. Planes is the closest thing I do. 
And that's because when you're flying, you know, to the west coast, that's the fastest way to go. Yeah. Until we teleport. Elon Musk better get on that. Just saying. Did you see that? Did you see that between uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson and Elon Musk? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) He's... uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is basically like, you know, you need to spend some of that money trying to figure out... uh, like portals and, and warp technology <laughs> and you know elon musk is like yeah well once we get to mars <laughs> i'll work on it <laughs> like yeah don't yeah don't uh, what money do don't don't hedge your bets on mars either <laughs> <laughs> you know just because you got money don't mean you gotta go everywhere so yeah, uh, yeah. Public transportation. I hate it. You don't deal with it. And now we're both back to where we need to be, which is consuming more horror media or horror tinged or horror themed. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we get back, uh, settling on a on a Monday, and uh, it started out to be a good Monday because the trailer for Resident Evil Three hit that morning. Could this many people be infected? This city is completely cut off. Ooh, I mean, yay! Uh oh. I was excited because because uh, you love Resident Evil. That's right. That's right. And 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 uh, uh, Jill Valentine is one of my favorite Resident Evil characters, and I'm still waiting for Capcom to rectify the bullshit they did in Part Five. But Last Escape, or Biohazard Three, or whatever the hell you want to call it, is one of my favorite. Resident Evil games because of Nemesis and knowing how well they did Mr. X in the RE2 remake just has me so thrilled to play part 3 which comes out in March so during my birthday month how fitting so I'm excited they're probably going to be updating uh, part 2 there's like rumors of a director's cut but don't believe everything you read especially on the internet so we'll see how that works looking forward to that and then, uh, then we got another trailer, the new trailer, for the uh, new Ghostbusters movie, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I found this in my living room. Whoa, killer replica. A replica of what? A ghost trap? There hasn't been a ghost sighting in 30 years. New York in the 80s, it's like The Walking Dead. Your dad never mentioned this to you? It's just my mom. My grandfather died. My mom says we're just here to pick through the rubble of his life. Wait a minute. Who are you? And if there's two things I've learned over the past couple of years... Here we go. This here, this here iteration of the internet. It's that um, we're always going to be relitigating and and delving back into the intricacies of two particular films or franchises, if you will. That is uh, number one would be Star Wars: The Last Jedi, and number two is going to be Ghostbusters slash Ghostbusters 2016 slash Ghostbusters Answer the Call. 
And, um, uh, yeah. What? Before we get, I can, you guys can probably tell by my, by my tone that uh, I got a lot to say about this here Ghostbusters stuff. But what did you think of Ghostbusters 2016 and uh, this here Afterlife trailer? Well, 2016, we, we watched together. Yeah. Um, but we watched the extended, right? Yep. So we watched the extended cut. Um, on Listen, during Oktoberfest, this is where we watched a lot of movies. Yes. Um, I like that, though. That was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, Hemsworth was <laughs> hilarious. His character was great. Um, Kate McKinnon, awesome. They were all good. They were all good. Yeah. Right. right? So it was a good movie. People hate it because people are misogynistic and they're anti-women. And I'm not going to go on this rant right now, but uh, that's that's pretty much why people don't like the movie. But 2016 Ghostbuster was a good movie. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Now, watching this Afterlife trailer, literally just watching the Afterlife trailer, I, I see the different vibe they're going with. This is this is like modern day. Um, this is to me when I was watching it, it's closer to a horror uh, movie than from the vibe than the previous ones. Because even the original Ghostbusters, I mean, it's ghosts, but come on, when you have Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, it's how, how how serious is it really going to be? Right. Um. So yeah, I I, I I'm. I'm curious. I guess is the right word to yeah. see more. To see more. I was mean this quick trailer. Uh, hey man, it's got Paul Rudd. So right, yeah, it's gonna be the, fun. Age, the ageless wonder. Yes, ageless wonder. That's right. Yeah, you know I. I'm of a couple different perspectives on this because number okay, uh, I freaked out when Ghostbusters Two was released way back in the year 1989, just because I was just enamored by. Ghostbusters and, and the fact that it was getting a sequel. Um, uh, I think everyone wants, or not, I shouldn't say everyone. There's, there's a, uh, there's a fervent demand for some sort of expression of a Ghostbusters three that we will never get. Um, I think the closest thing we're ever going to see to that experience is the actual video game from 2011 that just got remastered. But whatever this mythical idea of a continuing sequel is, we're never going to see it, you know? We're never going to see what this thing, this product, because it is going to be a product that has been decided on as this definitive continuation However, it looks in that brain, whatever hive mind that is driving this thing as Ghostbusters being this perennial example of a franchise, you're not going to see that vision. It ain't happening. So, I'm, I'm continually baffled by the push to, I guess, I guess make Ghostbusters a thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh, that said, you know, I just want to see a good movie. I I liked Ghostbusters 2016. I don't get... I don't 
what happens around that movie and to an extent you know what's happening with star wars every goddamn day um i don't understand i i know that people want to see their thing expressed the way they see it so that they can find validation i get that i understand that but the the uh the harassment and invasiveness and like you know this this churn of of malevolence surrounding this this all this fandom shit it bums me out and you know that can be said for for a lot of fandoms but most specifically in this day and age there are two to come to mind that always start this shit and it's Star Wars and Ghostbusters you know like what why these are the particular firestorms that we're seeing I don't know but I fucking hate it <laughs> remember when I said that we were very happy at the beginning of this podcast it's there's certain topics yeah yeah, to you bring can, out. yeah. You know, I, yeah I'm bummed out by it just cause you know I, I do dig this shit and uh it sucks you know you shouldn't be harassing people over this shit you shouldn't be hopping into people's mentions over this shit um if you enjoy something and somebody doesn't uh being a dick to them ain't gonna change their mind um it's rare that you change somebody's mind I know that the opportunity is there but it's really fucking rare and I get to say that cause I'm damn near 40 and I know these things <laughs> but you know damn near 40 damn near 40 <laughs> that's, a, that's an actual age bracket that's an actual age surveys and shit um but you know the trail itself you know I gotta see more you know they they're heavy on nostalgia and and kinda you know little planks of notes in the, in the score and everything and glimpses of things that might be you know it's a, it's a tease it's trailer cheese and I, I do like what I see I just need to see more um, at this point, I don't know what I want from a Ghostbusters movie. Um, I'm not going to get what I want, so I I hope I can enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I mean, looks fine. It's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's a curiosity that's gonna. Yeah. You know, I I hope that I hope that people enjoy it when it comes out. I hope I enjoy it when it comes out. I mean, I'm going to go see it eventually. So, yeah. I, I do like uh, if it can you know I don't know if Ghostbusters is specifically you know horrific franchise to lean on as far as teaser wise goes because the, the only real big thing that was specifically horrific I, that, point, that I can point to uh, from the first movie is the conversation that Ray and Winston have about Judgment Day you know, the sky grew black as sackcloth. All that stuff. That's good stuff. Um, if if there's a Ghostbusters movie that takes that tone, you gotta see how it goes. So, you know, it's a lot of wait and see. A lot of wait and see. Do you remember the Ghostbusters video game? Uh, the one for NES? No, the, uh, the one for Xbox. Yeah, oh yeah, I have it. Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, I loved it a lot. That was a fun, fun one. Yeah, I... I think that even uh, has some good stuff in that that can be that can continue on eventually uh, in any movie lore. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, like I said, it was that was the closest to uh, to a part three I think we're ever going to see. Because it had the original cast, except for Sigourney Weaver and Rick Moranis. But it was all four of them. They flushed everybody out, had new gadgets, and they actually set up a part where they could franchise. They were franchising Ghostbusters around the nation and potentially the world. Uh-huh. So that would have been fun to explore. I mean, we might still get that. Who knows? It's all wait and see. You know, it's all conjecture. So. Well, yeah. Also, speaking of video games. Sure. Um, how about the news that there might be a new Bioshock? Um, yeah, I am. I'm glad there's going to be a new Bioshock. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Ken Levine not involved. Even taking into account that, you know, Ken Levine wasn't involved in uh, Bioshock 2. So, you know, just got to see what, what story is being told. Um, I think, I think uh, it will be very interesting to see how they follow up the tone of Infinite. You know, man, I just finished replaying that not too long ago. I forgot how fucked up it is. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. That is one of the best, the best twists <laughs> in in video games movies tvs whatever any kind of media that twist at the end of infinite i threw my controller down the first time oh yep yeah i just i dropped my controller and i just i just sat in silence i was like get the fuck out of here <laughs> this whole time you mother effers it, it's so good so good, yeah. I remember when the first one came out, it had all, all those, you know, all those tones of horror because that's 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 what I think about the dark underwater, ah, uh, and those little, what was those things? Uh, see, I'm drawing a blank now when they're running around. Uh, the the big daddies, no, not the big daddies, little no. sisters. No, not the little sisters. The, the guys with that freaking like sifts. Ah, crap! I can't remember. Yeah, well, those guys when they're just running around in the dark. And I always play video games when they, you know, I they say suggested so they could see the last thing. Nope, I make it darker. <laughs> see, I, I can't, I can't do that. I'm paranoid. <laughs> I have to make it brighter just so I can see the bad stuff coming at me so I can aim horribly and not shoot it. Yeah, it's not going to do you any better, so like, right. why, <laughs> why do it? <laughs> splicers! Splicers, okay, yep, 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 yeah, oh god. Uh, 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 the splicers running around. Oh, such, oh, such, it was so well written, and the characters were, all the characters had full backstories. Ah. Uh, I, I really, I, I really want Part Four to come out. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to see what track that whole story takes. So I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Like just to see how what what they what choices they make as far as development goes, because there's a lot of different paths they could take story-wise. Make something completely new, kind of build off of. Everything else, build off the uh, 
interdimensional aspects aspects of it uh i i'm very intrigued and happy that they're they're deciding to make another one it's been long enough yeah oh yeah speaking of been long enough um professional segue you know what you know it's coming back tonight since we we have a couple minutes left i wanted to i wanted to kind of celebrate Uh, the return of joe bob briggs darcy the mail girl and uh the last drive-in on shutter with joe bob's red christmas Uh, so you guys will probably be hearing this hopefully during the uh during tonight's Red Christmas Marathon, just in the background, over to the left, you still hear Joe Bob. But uh, bring this up because I wanted to ask, what do you, what do you think of uh, the last driving so far? As kind of end, the, we're ending the year, and season two of it looms. Listen, he's a crazy, crazy dude. <laughs> like crazy in a good sense. Yeah. Um. So it has been quite enjoyable watching him go on his rants and watching some movies that I had uh, either had not seen or had not seen in so long, you know, when he does these things. Um, the Halloween one is pretty good. Yeah. Because I can't get enough of Michael Myers, so I literally watched like 15 Halloween movies in two days. <laughs> so I rewatched some of them because I'm that crazy. But um, what? Do you have any inkling idea what, or, or what are you hoping are the, the movies that he's going to be doing? Uh, my hope is uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two, um, Deadly Games, which is which is like Home Alone meets Rambo, which Shutter just started showing, so I think that's a good opportunity. And just as a swerve, Wes Craven's a new nightmare because of Freddy's sweater. So, but, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, Freddy's I'm, I'm, sweater? Yep. Christmas colors, you know, you gotta, you gotta fuck with people. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, I just, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to being surprised because I don't, I think Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 is a given, but I don't know exactly what else the other two moves are going to be. So, um, I'm just looking to be surprised, and I want to see the festivities, and and uh, Joe Bob's rants, and Darcy's cosplay, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how this thing looks, you know, before they uh, they start ramping up the publicity for season two. So, very intrigued, and it's it's always good to good to have Joe Bob in this form. You know, on a television program again. So, I'm I'm happy to see how how things evolve on that sense. I remember when it came back the first time, <laughs> and you were going nuts. Yeah, I mean, Monster Vision uh, on TNT, and even some of like some of the stuff on the Movie Channel, which I would I wouldn't I'd come across it, but I wouldn't really you know dig into it. But Monster Vision was really where, like, something flipped. You know, just the idea of being able to, you know, discuss a segment of television or movie or whatever, whatever have you, in segments, 
is just fun to me. Just having, you know, just having a conversation, presenting a side of a conversation, uh, for better or for worse, depending on, you know, what viewpoints are expressed, is, is fascinating to me when it's done in a respectful way, you know? And, and the Joe Bob stuff has always been fun to me, just to watch and see how it goes. So, I'm intrigued. Well, you get your wish tonight. That's right, and I, I do like I do like the sense of community that uh, the last driving is fostered. It's always a good thing. So, I'm excited, and I can't wait. And I'm excited for you. Oh, thank you, thank you, Kyle. So I'll, I'll, I'll watch it eventually. <laughs> I'll be honest, with you, I'm not going to watch it tonight because it's Friday the 13th, and I need yeah. to watch. I need to watch as many Jason Voorhees involved things. Actually, I may even just play the video game tonight. Oh, that'll be fun. Well, let people know. Let people know if you do on the yeah, uh, Twitters. I might just have 13 beers. <laughs> no, that's a lie. I'm not. I'm not that's not gonna happen. That's that's rough. Yeah, that's. I think those days are done for me. <laughs> I mean, I could probably still do it. I just wouldn't like myself for two days afterwards. I wouldn't like myself for the rest of my life, probably. 13 beers. We're old men. He said he was close to 40. I am 40. Right, so, <laughs> so let me tell you, it's, it's rough, kids. It's rough out there. It is definitely rough out there. Uh, but you know what isn't rough here? Uh, the fact that while our time may be ending for this episode, uh, we have another one next week, in fact. Uh, because we're going to be delving back to the franchise side of things, back to one of my favorite franchises of all time. Uh, in mm. Phantasm. Mm-hmm. We're going to be delving into the saga of Mike, his brother Jody, their best friend Reggie, Reggie! and their valiant effort to battle across time and space the tall man so you can uh, look forward to that on the weekend of December 20th but for now uh, this has been another episode of It's Dim Damn Enchiladas the podcast you can check the show notes for all of our social media info we got Twitter we got iTunes we got Spotify we got Discord we got Tumblr we got the works please feel free to leave a review or just tell your friends about us because every little bit of buzz helps us grow in the long run. As always, podcast producer for the stars, Mark Warren, has been responsible for making us sound oh so spectacular. So thank you for all that you do, Mark. I hate this. I like to torture him. That's right, boys. Until next time, have fun. Watch horror movies. Remember to smile. Always drink responsibly and hydrate, 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 hydrate. Thank you for listening and goodbye. Bye. section. Checking the box scores from the Knicks game last night. Why? Tell us more about this collector, Winston. Says here...
that this collector used the Grey Lady to get to the rare books in her care, specifically a book called, get this, the Gozerian Codex. Great. Yeah, and when she found out what he was up to, she dumped him. Smart lady. Not really. Evidently, he murdered her for it. Uh-oh. The Grey Lady was his first victim, but he killed a bunch more. And let me guess, he collected their bodies just like he collected books. Bingo. Ray, you get to buy me dinner. And here's the last on the collector. Seconds before he was hanged, he said he would return as Azaglor, some sort of god, to keep watch over the library and every rare book in its collection. Sounds like quite the bookworm. Sounds like the kind we run into all the time. 